0: The Daily Perspective is recorded live on stereo All guests are selected at random and the conversation is never scripted Guests are never censored so parental guidance is advised Enjoy the episode and don't forget to subscribe I was born for his service He filled me with purpose Take your time while you worship him I'm unblocked from the matrix Believe with vaccine, I'm plugged into the matrix The Daily Perspective Welcome to another episode of the Daily Perspective Podcast I am your host, Mr. Daily And um, I want to give a shout out to everyone that's listening on Spotify On Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, TuneIn uh, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Audible Wherever you may be Wherever you're listening from um, I appreciate you. I, I appreciate you checking me out. Um, before we ju- before we dive into this, um, people wonder how I make my podcasts. And I like to tell them I use Reason. Reason is my tool of choice. Reason is something that um, I've become accustomed to. Um, I used it when I was... When I used to record my albums, when I used to make music, I used to do all my music production in Reason. I use Reason um, to record my vocals. I do my um, mixing and mastering in Reason. Reason has a ton of software um, software filters, um, racks, rack devices, um, compression, all of these Things that you will need and then you can you can get software versions of your favorite physical hardware in Reason then to top it off you can use most of the most common Cubase VSTs in Reason and um, for me it it became the platform of choice so if you like how I sound and if you're interested in using Reason uh, there will be a link in the show notes for you to go and grab yourself a copy, and um, yeah, check it out. Reason is a very good tool to use, and I think you will n- you will not be disappointed. And at the moment, um, for well, well, I know May is running out, but there, it's May Madness month. Uh, there's thirty percent off a Reason Reason Plus subscription. Um, So use the link in the description And you can sign up for Reason Plus Which is their cloud based solution And you can um, Basically Do what I do With the vocals Um, Yeah And get for percent off while doing it. I mean, it's a no-brainer. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Let's keep it moving. Let's let's get into this. So this week, I was talking to um, one of my favorite people to talk to on stereo. I was talking to Sayuri, the Queen, a.k.a. Wonder Woman. Um, You will remember her from the episode Couples Need to Be Besties. And um, we... We had planned to do this episode a couple of weeks ago and then something came up for Sayuri. Then last week I got hit with the whole COVID vaccine aftershock. I didn't even want to talk about that. Um, but yeah, it didn't happen. But this week it happened. We made it happen. And man, was it worth the wait. This was a good conversation. We really, really dived into these um, gender roles. So th- basically, that's what we're talking about. We are talking about gender roles in relationships. So Yuri and I got into that conversation. We really dug in. Um, we, we we even got personal, you know, asking asking each other some questions about our own personal experiences. Like I said, if you enjoy conversations, real conversations about relationships, this is an episode you do not want to miss. So. I'm going to stop talking, I'm going to let you jump into the episode, listen to what Sayuri and I got um, got talking about, and um, I'll catch up with you on the other side, alright, peace. Hey, hey. Yeah.
1: How, how you are doing?
0: doing?
1: Great afternoon, all as well, how are you?
0: I'm good, I'm good, it's been a while, um, I apologise for last week, that COVID vaccine was not the one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've heard that with some people, so I mean, no, I definitely understand that.
0: That it not nah, it seriously messed. Like the day before, so I had it the day before, and I was good. And then, like twenty four hours later, I was completely sideways. I did not know what the hell was going on. I felt no. cold, <laughs> shivery. I was like, "Nah, this is this is not a good look." so
1: oh, wow. yeah
0: <laughs> but how are you it's been a while
1: i'm fantastic i am definitely fantastic all is well life is good the is good
0: cool and the family good
1: of course yes they are they're getting taller and stronger day by day
0: that's what we want to hear so we're talking about gender roles maybe we started talking about this on the last show, and then um, we, we said, "You know what? We, we we're going to go through the, we're going to go through all the stages because we said we were going to talk about gender roles. Then mm-hmm. we were going to talk. Then we were going to go somewhere else. Where was this? Where was the topic after this? Because we were kind of building it up, weren't we? Um,
1: I don't know if I I don't know if I wrote it down somewhere. It Depends on where I was when we were talking.
0: Okay, okay, I'll, I'll try and remember, but I definitely know gender roles was was where we said we would start. Um, so, if we if we if we just dive into it, so um, for all our listeners, um, I'm I'm Dy Daly, I am Mister Daily, your host, the host of the Daily Perspective Podcast. My co-host today, Miss Sayuri Queen, aka Wonder Woman. Um, and we are talking about gender roles in relationships So get involved We appreciate you guys tuning in We appreciate your comments We appreciate everything that you throw into the conversation Do not be shy Get involved with us Because we want to hear from you So if let me, let me open the floor to you And ask um, Do you think that today We men and women occupy gender roles, or do you think that has gone away? Because I definitely know that there that traditionally, rightly or wrongly, there are gender roles.
1: I do, in a way, but not as prevalent as it used to be. Um, but then I, before we dive into gender roles, I think we should explain mm-hmm. or share our understanding of what we believe gender roles really are.
0: Okay,
1: yeah, that's cool, that's cool, let's do that because everyone's perception of it may be different. So, you know, I, it's what, more what do you so, believe gender roles are,
0: right? Because I was thinking now, I, I was thinking right after I asked you that, I was gonna say you know, what is, what are your views on gender roles? Do you think that traditional gender, do you think that gender roles should exist? Are there things that you expect the man to do in a relationship and the woman to do? Or are you just go with the flow and people work work off each other? So what's your definition?
1: Well, my definition, I don't, well, see, my my definition of what gender roles would be would say that, okay, a man is supposed to do not saying that this is what I believe. I'm just basing my decision on what gender roles, my definition of it is. Things yeah. that men should do that maybe more women don't do. Like men should lift heavier things because their body structure is set up maybe to sustain that weight without necessarily hurting themselves. Or so yeah. women should have the ability to do more of the cooking because there's more than just the spices, it's the love and the passion that's put into the food that's going to nourish the body. Things like mm. that when I have gender roles. However, oh, unless you are going to take a life and keep your child at home, male or female, until they're married out, preparing your child for life or preparing someone else for life has to be grounded, which means they have to be able to take out the trash. They have to be able to cook and clean. They have to be able to take care of their home yard, pay bills and all that, be it whether they're a male or a female. So that's where I feel like I can say what I believe gender roles are, but you know, when we get more into how does it play into a relationship, everyone has to know how to do everything. Whether you choose to do it or make it mandated that, oh, well, you're the only one that's going to cut the yard. But why? Why can't a woman cut the yard? But a woman could do the garden. She could plant like a a nice little garden and grow vegetables and she can nurture that. But for some reason, she can't cut the whole yard and around the tree and trim the edges and stuff. Why?
0: Mm okay so if i go you said a lot and there's a lot of stuff i want to dive into there but i, I will take my time so um if i also to go on my definition of gender roles um quite similar similar to yours obviously there are um things that i think society has made us believe that a man should do um and some of those are based on sort of a chivalrous standpoint so for instance a a man is expected to pull out the chair for a woman and and he's supposed to be a protector and he is supposed to um do a number of things Mm -hmm. and and as you said a woman is expected to do the cooking and do the cleaning and do the the washing up and, and and sort out the clothes and do the laundry and all of those things Um, but similarly to you I believe that we are it like you said if you are keeping your child at home then that's cool if you are trying to prepare a child for the world that child needs to have a rounded education not only in terms of uh, academic knowledge or worldly knowledge but about um, in terms of knowing how to survive in this world. They need to be educated in how to take care of themselves, how to take care of um, the things that life will throw at them and how to survive as an individual with or without a partner. So um, that's that's kind of where, where my take is. But then I have another lens that I look at um, because in a, in a strange way, there are certain things that I'm very traditional about, um, not because of society, because I don't I don't I actually don't care what people think about how my how I operate my home, how I operate my home is between me my wife and God. And um, but I look at it from a biblical standpoint um, as to what my role as a man is supposed to be. And I will start that off by saying that Before God gave Adam a wife God gave Adam work And this is my big This is probably one of my biggest issues in society today That mm. a, lot of, a lot of men Want the pussy but don't want the work
1: mm. Interesting, that is true I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it real I'm keeping it a hundred percent here. That a lot of men are quick to chase women around, the, around everywhere. They they're running women down because they want to. They want to try and bag as many women. They're trying to up their body their body count. Then they're telling these girls that they want relationship, but they they're not handling their business. They can't Definitely. provide. They can't provide for the woman. They can't sustain her needs. And I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about being able to to take care of the things that she needs. At the end of the day, if this woman is submitting to you, there is going to be a point in her life where she will be with child. Therefore, depending on how her pregnancy is, there is an, there is, a nine month period where she may not be able to work. Then the child is birthed and then there is a period of time she has to nurture this child. So now we're looking at 18 months to two years. So there was a period where you should be able to look after her, the home and the children and not even break a sweat, but you can't even take care of yourself at the moment. So, right. Until men figure out that element, before you, before you go looking for a partner, before you go looking to take a woman into your home, before you tell her to submit to you, you need to show her that you have done your part and you, you, have, you have secured work. You can take care of her. You can provide for her. You can do the things that a man is supposed to do. And that's, that's one bit that I do not compromise on. I'm not saying that you won't go through hardships. I'm not saying you won't go through hard times. I'm not saying that sometimes the bag is going to be elusive and you're going to have to work extra hard to get the bag. I'm not saying that sometimes the bag is going to be a bit slim and what you were expecting is not going to come in. But your hustle has to keep going because, and you have to be driven enough to know that Hey, no matter if I have to work five, six, seven, eight jobs to put food on the on the table, to put clothes on their back, to pay the bills, and to make sure they're good, then that's what the hell I will do. That's the attitude and the mentality that you should have as a man before you go and take a woman.
1: I can agree with that, but we all know that that is definitely far from than even majority as the world is we know it right now yeah yeah there's more men that will be out hanging out doing whatever it is they do. I don't even know how they survive they have a way of surviving and they're not even working or some are just working like little uh, what are those like day labor jobs you get paid a little bit but most of you you spend on either smoking some weed or drinking something. I mean, you don't even make enough to put yourself in a room, like as a border somewhere. They don't; they're not making enough to even care for themselves at that
0: point. And that's a problem. That's a problem. That me to me at that point, you should not be looking. You're not fulfilling your your natural gender role as a man because you haven't taken care of step one, which is being able to be a provider because you can't even provide for yourself. So Mm -hmm. how are you gonna provide for anyone else? And um, I have an issue, I also take issue with um, something that we've created. Now this this one's a tricky one and, and let me know how you feel about this one. So I think that there are layers to this problem. I think women have naturally had to because women are nurturers they are they are also protectors they protect their young they protect their children so if they see that there's a gap in the household and a man isn't stepping up a woman will will give that man space to step up and if he doesn't then she'll be like I'll do it my damn self and um what we have found is that Obviously, because of slavery, because of our because of our men being you know our men being taken away from us, incarcerated, killed, mm-hmm. doing all of these things, we have naturally, naturally moved into a system where, especially in the black community, our families are now matriarchies rather than patriarchies,
1: right. and
0: the women are the leaders in the home, and the men p- play a secondary role. And I don't believe that that was the natural order. And I I don't believe. And that's why we have so many stressed out women, because they are fulfilling a role that they were never designed or created to fill. You know, the Bible Mm -hmm. says that the woman was created as to help me, meaning she was there to support the man and to encourage him and to rub his back and say, baby, that would be okay. You're doing a good job she's the one that's now getting her back rubbed and being told that she's doing a good job. And the man is at home doing whatever the hell he's doing. So she's naturally, she's, she's now in a position that she was never supposed to be. And that sequence and that whole thing is out of order. And it creates, and it creates tension in the home. It creates resentment. It creates, um, Yes. Fr- friction and so many things because the woman is looking at the man and saying, well, why the hell am I doing the stuff that you're supposed to be doing? How am I giving birth to the children and going back to work while you chilling in the crib? Right. That's, and
1: that's Go ahead. That's go ahead. Where, where the problem is. And that's where a lot of the problems and that's where I feel a lot of you hear men say, oh, she's nagging me. She's nagging me. And that's what. But what is she nagging you about? If she asked you in the morning time to make sure you take out the trash, you know, went to work, did an eight hour shift, took an hour to drive there, hour to go back in the traffic and the trash is still there. And you happen to be in the house. And then if she's upset because she sees it and it's like, what did you do all day long? It does. And I think a lot of people are holding on to the resentment. They're becoming bitter and they're unhappy. It's like the love yeah. that they thought they were supposed to share with this person, but they—they they, it's not there. But how do we work on the communication in order to say it so that maybe men are getting it? Is it something that they're even going to hear from a woman because they're like, hey, a woman's telling me to do something, they're beneath me and I'm not listening. So, Or is it more a man's role? Because most men have friends. And most men that have friends know what type of male they're. They know their man, their homeboy got kids. They know whether the man, they homeboy go to work. Hey, yeah, I went to work this day, this day. Are men speaking to other men? Because if men have a mentality that the woman is beneath them, they're supposed to submit regardless whether I'm doing right or wrong. So who's going to be the corrective one that the other man is going to listen to?
0: So we got we got two things there. I think first and foremost, if a man thinks that a woman is going to submit whether he's doing right or wrong, then he's got it twisted. But if we know they do. They we do. know women they do. do. Right. They do. But I'm, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put it this way. And I always, for me. um, Now, listeners, you may not like this, but this is who I am. I'm going to take it back to what it says biblically. It says wives submit to your husbands and the husband is supposed to be submitted unto Christ. Now, if the man does not understand he's role and his submission and doing what he was called to do why the hell should a woman submit to you when you are already out of sync and out of order you are out of line so why the hell should she submit to you that's number one number two if you they say birds of a feather flock together if a man a man will not listen and i i have friends that are this way They do not want to hear from their friends that are doing right. They only want to hear from the friends. They only want to hear from the friends that um, reinforce their, their crap behavior. They only want to hear from the friends that are doing the same BS that they do. So... When they've got friends that are telling them, yo, dude, you need, to go. you need to go get a job. You need to go get two jobs. You need to go get three jobs. And then they've got their homeboy in the corner that's saying, ah, no, nah, forget that, dude. Just lay up on the couch, play some play- PlayStation. She'll take care of the bills. She'll see the sun, something. She'll put food in the fridge. They're going to want to listen to that dude because that dude does what makes, is saying what makes them feel good. What that dude is saying isn't making them uncomfortable. I agree with you that until other men start to make them feel uncomfortable and, and start talking to them about, hey, dude, check your actions. That's not how you're supposed to move. That's not how you're supposed to be. How the hell is your queen taking care of the kingdom? And you, you know, pe- people want to use these words like queen, king, um, prince, princess, kingdom. The first part of that word, kingdom, that is ruled over, is king. Therefore, it is the king's responsibility to look after the kingdom. Simple. But people don't want to hear it. Yeah. But men need to. Men need to step. Men really need to step up and hold other men accountable because that is where this all starts um let's get into some of these comments and then and then we'll jump back in
2: okay um i'm 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 gonna tell you all this this tough lot of capricorn you feel me um i am a gay male i'm proud to be gay at the age of 34 with no kids never been married i am a capricorn my birthday is january the 15th but you know what i'm saying after my experience with relationships and being in a relationship with one person for six years ever in my life, it took a toll on me. Y'all you know what I'm saying? It changed me. And then by me moving into a different state and moving with somebody else, y'all you know what I'm saying? I didn't mean to let the relationship overshadow the friendship, but it happened like that, and we was in a relationship for two years, two and a half years. You feel me? I had just recently had got out of a relationship for six and a half Back in two thousand and seventeen, you know what I'm saying before I moved to a different state or whatever and whatnot, but I mean mm-hmm. in a way sometimes I feel like that I do want to be in a relationship with somebody and then sometimes I feel like
0: that I 10s.
2: and make it so bad like it's crazy because after this two year and a half of relationship it's about to be two years now since we ain't been together but we best friends or whatever whatnot but I don't really consider nobody my best friend unless they miss right and really understand me and know me. I know I got my ways and shit, but at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I, I go to work. I make my own bread. Like, I don't ask nobody for nothing. But in a relationship, mm-hmm. I know it's like it's, it's, it's 50-50 with each other. And that's what I show to people. But I guess I don't get that same response back even though I do try, you know what I'm saying? But it's all gravy, though.
0: Okay, I hear what he's saying. Um, I you.
1: But each relationship is different. And then when people learn to heal from one and then move on, they have, you know, it's not. it may not be the same. And you may be a person who loves hard and loves a lot and have a lot to love to give. And you have to believe that there is someone out here that's going to reciprocate that love and appreciate the love for who you are. Every relationship may be um, a test, a learning experience. Unfortunately, everyone doesn't meet like their high school sweetheart and they're together for 30, 40 years and it works out. But the people that have been together for 30, 40 years, if they can sit back and tell you the honest truth, that there might have been some infidelity, but there was some forgiveness. There may have been some rebellion, but there had been some forgiveness. So it's definitely worked. And I don't believe can't. in giving up, It, you know, just because, oh, there's the first little hurdle. There, There's normally yeah. a couple of hurdles before people like, you know what, I can't. But, hey, if you would have stayed, would have worked out, that's the part that people don't look at. And they wonder in the back of their mind, like maybe if I'd have stuck it out a couple more years, maybe they'd have stopped hitting me. Or, you know, maybe they would have did this. You don't know. But at the end of the day, it's either shorten the years that you felt like, okay, it's not working or elongate the years and take a chance and say, maybe it'll work out.
0: Yeah, I I think, um, and I think you alluded to the point, but for me, the ultimate deal breaker in a relationship um, where I say it's a one strike rule. Is um, Mm -hmm. domestic abuse, domestic violence, um, emotional abuse, that sort of stuff. That's a one strike. Once you see the red flags for that, get out. That's the one thing that I say: get out. Now, when it comes to to other things, really, people.
1: I've known some people that have been in that relation in relationships and they were abused in the beginning. And you have to think, why is the person abusing you? Why does the person that says that they love you and care about you hurting you physically, blacking your eye, whatever? So sometimes those people are going through something that they just have to get love through or heal through or therapy through, but nobody took the time to heal them. So if the person that was being abused could love them enough to see that you just need some help and that person is willing to get it, they could be the greatest love for you. So I don't oh, feel I don't. like walking away in just because, okay, you, you hit me once. I'm just, I'm done. Cause who knows what, you, that's what I'm saying. In my yeah, opinion.
0: I hear where you're coming from. I hear where you where you're coming from, and I do agree with the statement that hurt people hurt people. That is that is definitely a um, a statement that rings true. Um, most people that are abusers were abused, and um, it's a tricky one. It is a really tricky one because I've seen. So I work. I work with law enforcement and I see I see the pictures from domestic violence situations. Um, some of these people don't make it. Some of these people are murdered on the first act of violence. It's not like that was the second act. It wasn't like that was the first time the person put hands on them and unfortunately it's also the last time because they don't survive that's yeah. why I, that's why i have quite a strong stance on it now that doesn't mean that you can't love the person and still try and help the person heal but i would i would always say try and put yourself you have to put yourself first you have to love yourself above everyone else especially in that scenario because I've seen too many people lose their lives from, from domestic violence and it's just a horrible thing to experience. But I do completely agree with you that the people that are the abusers do need to be loved, do need someone to love them enough to help them get some help. And they need to be willing to get some help. Yeah. Yeah. There's some people that just do not acknowledge that they have a problem. Um, and those are the, probably the most dangerous people because that, or, that,
1: or the family or the family. Yeah. Be, because yeah. to be honest with you, my second kid's father was very abusive, like literally for us to separate the police were called in and I was shoved into a closet cause he was trying to come after me and the baby. Like it got really serious and yeah the thing about it was his family knew he was abusive he used to and to this day he's still physically abusive to his own mother but no one said when i was dating him like you know maybe you should be careful or you know there was no warning to me as a woman yeah yeah that's, and i that's you know I, I was like wow no someone should have told me you know
0: yeah for real for real for real i, I so I'm, I'm of the mind that look if someone if you if you have an abusive family member and you know that they're putting hands on, on on women as the men in the family you should put your damn hands on them you need to show them that hey you get your ass whooped for this because that's not that's not what we do i'm sorry i i, I has and unfortunately I, I hear so many young people, um, cause like, look, I'm 41 years old. So I've been, I've done my thing. I've, I've, I now hear young people, 20 years old, 19, around that sort of age, talking about how they will, they will smack a woman down. How yeah. the hell is that okay? Is this what we are teaching the next generation? Is, is this what we are, are letting them believe is acceptable? And that's why we have a position where uh, we're in a position where we have all these conversations talking about um, uh, men and women and why black men and black women don't get along. Because we've allowed such toxic attitudes to fester in our young men and we never deal with it. Right. Um. And, and I'm not again, I'm not blaming that. This is a difficult one because. There were so many different factors that that cause this um, sort right. of behavior.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's not. I don't but, blame a person at all because other yeah. people see it. Someone raised the yeah. child. Someone allowed it to happen. Someone didn't try to help Intervene. the person. You know, yeah, it, I don't believe it's just a blink of an eye, over the night type thing.
0: Yeah, and that that plays a massive part, and it it, it does. Um, so people don't feel we've gone off topic because this is this really does play a part in that gender role because at the end of the day as um as a man a woman submitting to you doesn't mean that you have the right to to smack her around and to beat her and to put your hands on her you know when she submitted onto you she is putting her all into you she's putting her trust into you she is giving you everything that she is so therefore you should protect her you should cradle that you should want to keep her safe not bring harm to her so that's you know men that are abusive you don't understand your role as a man your role as a man is not to make her afraid of you It's not to, you know, you you don't rule your house with fear. They should, people, your your family, your wife, your girlfriend, your partner, whatever should want to submit to your authority because they respect you and they see that you are a man of integrity, a man with a vision, a hardworking man, a man with a plan, a man that is um, caring, loving and will do Whatever it takes to protect his family And to provide for his family That is what makes people Submit to you That is what people makes people Want to follow your leadership Yes, that is true Hey, what's up baby girl It's your boy Hollywood Hawkins Just tuning in Good
2: morning everybody You know what I'm saying Checking, checking out baby girl real quick
0: And uh, shout out to the co-hosts And all that You feel me I don't even know the topic. I'm just trying to see what's going on. and say relationships. What? What? Hey, I got a question though. This girl said
2: we have a situationship. Can you explain what the hell a situationship is, please?
0: Uh, so you're you're gonna have to take this one. Because, that sounds uh, like one of those Jada and Peek is uh, Jada and I, I, I do not know how to explain What a situationship is right. I'm still trying to get my head I'm still trying to get my head around What situationships are
1: hey, You done got yourself in a situation That is a continual thing That you don't even have control On getting out of It's not a relationship right but there are rules and and things that you're still supposed to follow and abide by according to the rule book of, um, situation.
0: So wait, are they just cutting buddies?
1: (laughs) Well, sometimes it may not always be an intimacy thing. And I'm hoping it's not because um, a lot of people, everything shouldn't be about intimacy, especially because I don't think people really, that's a whole nother topic intimacy is so much more than just oh i'm getting this off and i'm i'm finished good there it's so much deeper it really is
0: um, uh we we're we're gonna have to do a deep dive into situationships because i i need to understand what that what these are (laughs) all right let's let's get into the next one well this is quite an interesting topic um if i may say so myself i do think that gender roles exist for a reason that's right an entire reason thank you so much goodbye
1: Why well, i wish he would have stayed and said what the reason was but
0: okay yeah yeah me too
3: <laughs> hey 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 y'all it's envious d-a-b better known as mrs woods hey sahari queen hey oh my goodness i just remembered your name and i'm so sorry host uh is it dylan delight can you pronounce that for me let me know how you say that so, gender roles in relationships i am liking this I'm gonna sit back in the parking lot and listen to uh, what y'all say. It sounds like this is gonna be a good show
0: hey, Mrs. Wood, you can just call me Mr. Daly um and yeah, this is gonna be a good show um Sayuri Queen and I we we love talking about these things because this is real life this is real life a lot a lot of men. A lot of men don't really they don't really know what they're doing. They if, I, don't. If, if I'm being honest. A lot of men don't know what they're doing. Um, I could probably say maybe so a lot maybe there are a number of women out there also that don't know what they're doing, but this is why we have these conversations because we're not born knowing how to how to have a relationship. We have to yeah. learn and we have to be willing to put in the work. that's that's required to make a relationship
1: work. On both ends. That's us men and women. It's not just the man thing. That's why I believe he chose a woman to co-host this with him because we don't want women to feel like they're being attacked. And There's not two women because we don't want men to feel like they're being attacked. It's a a both thing. Some women have to learn the words that they say can hurt a man. You know, they can, it can hurt him to his core. It can make him feel inferior or, you know, certain things. And no, we don't have to talk to them like little teeny kids or with kids gloves. But, you know, as a woman, we just may have to choose our words differently, like we do with our friends, like we do with our parents. We may have a conversation with our parents the same, different than we would have with our friends because of our vernacular. So when it comes to someone that you love and that you are supposed to be supportive of and encouraging of the words we choose are powerful.
0: Oh, you, you just said, (laughs) you just said some real good stuff there because I don't think many women really appreciate how, um, how much of an impact the words that they say to a man have? Um, men, I think women don't realize that men have sensitive egos. Definitely. Now they, they're gonna they're gonna be a lot of men out here that's gonna be they're gonna disagree with me. A lot of men who are out here are gonna be calling me a simp, but that's that's all good. Call me what you want to call me. Now at the end of the day. When I, was, so when I was in my teens, when I, was, um, when I was growing up, I looked at my parents' relationship. I looked at my parents' marriage and I looked at the good parts and I looked at the bad parts and I created in my head the vision of what I wanted my marriage to look like. Now, I had a very romanticized vision of what marriage was going to look like. It was the white picket fence it was all of that stuff and then, <laughs> I I <didn't> got, <laughs> and then i got married and then the reality hit me that there was work to be done there was so much work to be done i thought and i'm gonna keep i always keep it a hundred percent with people i keep it real so day one as a man i got married thinking right we're gonna hit the bedroom I'm gonna knock her socks off she can be she can be all laid out I'm gonna put her ass to sleep and and it it did not go anything like what I thought it was gonna go and it left me feeling very vulnerable because I was like oh'm I'm, I'm a one minute man or something and I, I was feeling like I was inadequate now, a lot of men will not want to admit that. That's cool. Don't admit your, don't, don't speak. Your reality doesn't have to be my reality or my reality doesn't have to be your reality. But in my reality, I thought I was going to be a pipe laying fall, and I wasn't. I didn't know. I didn't know how to please her physically because I was new to it. That was- I didn't know I didn't know her body. I didn't know what worked, what didn't work. I didn't know what she liked, what she didn't like. So Mm -hmm. I had to learn. I had to spend time and I had to get out of my feelings. I had to put my pride aside. I bought books. I bought books on on, um, human anatomy. I bought books on romance and dating. I bought books on... um, Intimacy, anything that I could feed my mind with to teach me how to, because men don't appreciate that for a woman, it's not the physical that sex is 90% Mm -hmm. mental Mm -hmm. for women. And so you've got to do all the groundwork from like nine o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning, laying the foundations and letting her know that, from an emotional standpoint, you've got to make sure that if look if the house is, is all messed up and all of that stuff, she's not going to, her mind is not going to be on being intimate with you because oh my she's God. thinking about the stuff yeah. that is out of whack. So all of this stuff, you've got to take care of all the things that can be a distraction to her. Then mm. you've got to lay the emotional foundations to know that. So that she knows that you're not just after her body, but you are—you are in love with her mind and every part of her, and that is what opens Pandora's box. And yes, and it takes so much time and effort to build all of these things, but hey, if you say you love this woman, if you say you love this queen, she is worth the work that it takes. Now, what the problem we have today is that we have so many men that want a microwave microwave relationship. I'm going to just put Mm -hmm. it in there for two minutes and, and then it's good to go. That's not how this shit works. So that was my first reality. Then... I had to deal with the reality of living with someone because my quirks were not her quirks. My standards for how I like to live and how I like to uh, manage my money was not the same as how she liked to manage her money. I was, you know, she was more diligent with her spending than I was. And then I had to realize that, Hey, if I'm, if I'm the head of this household, I better get my ass in gear and figure out how I'm going to make sure that my I'm not I'm not blowing the family budget on a constant basis because I want to buy um, I want to buy video games or I want to buy the latest sneakers or I want to buy whatever. I had to start to grow up and figure out right family priorities. Then come my right. personal priorities. So until they are, I don't take care of myself. Until my wife, my children, the house, the bills, and all of those things are taken care of, and if it means that I don't have enough to take care of myself, then guess what? I better work harder because I don't want to neglect myself. Because she ain't gonna find a, uh, uh, um, she ain't gonna find a man that looks broke attractive. She might be looking good, but she don't want me to look messed up. So I need to make sure that I'm doing enough to take care of them and to take care of myself. And it's not that hard. We just have to shift our priorities. We just have to shift our focus. Guess what? As soon as as I had my second baby at 29, there were no more... I'll probably say even before that, but definitely at 29, there were no more video games. There was no time (laughs) for video games. No time whatsoever because the priorities had changed i had kids that were going to school i had school fees to pay i Mm -hmm. had um uniforms to buy i had all of these suddenly there was a mountain of responsibilities and as the man it was my responsibility to take care of them Simple. but
1: i have a question wait before you put it and we do have two comments but as far as the responsibilities when your life changed. Was there a little bit of a fear there? Because I believe between the pride and the fear and the not really understanding how to be the man or to um, be a man or head of a household is some of men's challenge as well.
0: They don't know. Yeah, who there, was to there was definitely fear there. So the the best, the most important lesson my, my, my father gave me before I got married was he said, son don't look at don't look at other people run your own race mm. and I took that to heart so i didn't care whether the man next to me um, was making a million dollars or a million pounds or whatever you want to call it i didn't care what he was doing I cared that I was doing what I needed to do so whether mm. I was making two hundred thousand as long as that two hundred thousand was taking care of what I needed it to take care of, I was happy. And yes, if you surround yourself with the wrong people, your ego comes in because you start to look at the people around you and you start to think, "Well, why the hell is he doing that?" And I and I, I'm I'm a man, I, I'm I'm a smart man. Well, how come I'm not? How come I'm not in that position? You don't know what his circumstances were and what put him in that position. You don't know whether it was generational wealth. You don't know whether, you don't know how he got to that position. You don't know whether he's, it was fraternity relationships or whatever that that opened certain doors for him. So as long as you have ambition and you have your own dream and you are willing to work hard for your own dream, you can get to wherever you want, but you've got to be willing to run run your own race and live life at your, your own pace. And when the fear kicks in, because once, the first time I felt the fear, like I said, was um, right after I got married and and things weren't going how I thought they were gonna go, a- according to the to the life that I had made up in my head. The mm-hmm. fear hit me then. But what I did then was put in the work. So when my first daughter was born, the fear hit me about am I gonna be am I gonna be able to be uh-huh. a good father mm-hmm. to this child? Now, when the fear hit me, I ran straight at the fear. I ran straight to the challenge. And I said, well, if I'm going to be the best that I can be for her, what does that look like? That means I'm going to spend quality time with her. That means I'm going to prioritize her needs. That means I'm going to try and give her everything that I didn't have but I'm not gonna spoil her. I'm gonna teach her what the world looks like. I'm gonna teach her what it's like. To, um, I'm gonna make sure that she has a mother in her life that can teach her how to be a virtuous woman. I'm gonna give her a perfect example of what a good man looks like. Those were the things, the, the thoughts that took over and helped me push the fear to the back and and drive forward for a better standard as a man and to, to to face the challenge and when my second daughter was born i doubled down because i was like right now i've got two girls to raise and both of them have to have the same experience and i had to learn um now this is going to sound weird to, to to certain people and i don't mean it in a creepy way but i had to set time upon time aside not only to date my wife but to date my children. And what I mean by that is that, and that was not, so I took them out together, but I made a conscious effort to spend quality time alone with each one of them so that mm. they knew that they individually, that they were special as well. It wasn't just mm. about, hey, daddy's just going to have both of you together and we're just going to do a group activity. I, I made sure, I made a promise to myself that I would spend quality time with each one of them. And, and even though it's got harder as they've got older, it's something I, I still try and do today to make sure that I spend quality time with each child individually. And now I've got okay. three daughters and I have to do that with my youngest as well. So you just you just dive in and you, you, you just go all in. That's what you can do. Go all in. When the fear comes, go all in. That's just my way of, of, of dealing with it.
1: Right, but I guess some um, that is true. You can go ahead and check your messages, but that I feel like that's where a lot of people' challenge is. They have that fear; they don't know where to go with it. Some people are not ready to take on take it on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You are ready and prepared because, like you said, you had a father that told you. And I know some people are like, well, I'm not blaming it on this, and I'm not blaming it. On-. But if they didn't have a father to tell them, and they didn't have anyone to tell them. And they just assume, OK, well, I want this woman to respect me, so she's going to fear me. You know, what I'm saying? that's mm. not, you know, she may love you for a little while, but she's really unhappy. And when that one person comes and awakens or, or feels that love that she's been longing for because she's not in fear for no more, that's where you've lost her.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, I would say that to, to guys that say that it's just how's that working out for you? How has it worked out for you in the past? How's it working out for you now? And how do you think it's going to work out in the future? You know, um, I think it was Einstein that said it, but the, the, the definition of stupidity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know who said it, but I know what you're saying.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So why, why continue? Why continue doing that?
1: Unfortunately, that are not strong enough because someone didn't encourage them and tell them that they were beautiful and that they were loved and that they are queens or empresses, you know, that they are mighty and and show them that they should be respected. And those are the women, unfortunately, that are preyed upon on the men because they feel like they're weak minded and they can control them. It's not that they love them. It's a power trick. They can get it away from it because they have that power.
0: Yeah, definitely agree with that. Uh, let's see what Mrs. Wood is saying.
3: Girl, you just said a whole <laughs> mouthful. That is mm-hmm. so true, so true, so true. You do got to be careful with your words because certain things that you say can be misinterpreted from someone As you're putting them down when you actually are like trying to lift them up. And then when it comes to relationships, you guys have to know each other. You know, I've learned that um, in these 12 years of being married, 20 years of being together, that we had to redate each other because every five years or so we change we got older so then there's different things that we wanted from each other and if you're not communicating with each other how's the other person supposed to know i don't like that anymore or well why don't you do this to me or why don't you you know speak to me differently words are very very powerful you are so right mr d mr d you said you said a lot that is so true so true I mean, I work and, you know, unfortunately my husband collects disability and he cannot work. So he is at home. So, you know, I, for the longest I was like, oh, well, you know, I was raised that a woman's job is to, you know, take care of the kids, keep the house clean, cook dinner, stuff like that. But then when the, I guess you can say the gender roles changed where he became, where he couldn't work so he was the at-home dad so of course you know me working all day I'm expecting come home you know dinner's ready um, the house is clean laundry's done everything that I should have been doing I expected him to do so you know yeah it was just like damn what's the whole purpose of you even being here yeah. if when I come home I still got to do the same shit all over again so yeah some men don't take the time to learn us.
0: Oh, so Mrs. Wood, I would really like to know whether you guys have resolved that now. Whether you, you know, because clearly I think from what you're saying, you guys have been together twelve years, twenty years. I mean, you've been together twenty years, married twelve years. You've clearly got a system for communicating things. So, have you communicated to this, and has he been receptive to that? Has he taken the time to appreciate what you're trying, what you were going through? and the frustration that you had coming home and finding that things that you would have taken care of haven't been taken care of because that's important that, you know, men, we need to be more observant. And Hey, my, my wife used to tell me like, how the hell did you not notice that I got my hair done? Well, I, bet <laughs> you, I, 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 I bet you, I bet you, um, <laughs> You know, she gets a new lingerie. I would have noticed. <laughs> now, now, now that's that. And I say that I say that because as men, we have a tendency to notice the things that we want to notice. And that's mm-hmm. not good. We need to shift it and and make sure that we notice every little detail about our women, because that is what makes them feel appreciated. That is what makes them feel special because if you notice every detail about her then she knows she's not she's not just sally off the street she knows that she is someone so special to you that you special. take the time to appreciate mm. every detail and, yeah. and that is that that is not something that comes naturally to men we have to learn that we have to nurture it and you and yes it might feel like it might feel robotic at first because you're 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 looking at her to try and see oh is her hair different? Is she done something different? Did she do? And sometimes you're gonna you're gonna have to take some wild guesses like, baby, did you do something to your hair? <laughs> and and she, she might not have done a damn thing. And, and but it's the fa- she will appreciate the fact that you were trying to make the effort. And don't just do it once and think that that's enough because I tried that as well, and that felt flat on its face. Genuine, you know, if you, if it's genuine love, you have to constantly retrain your brain not to focus on the things that you care about the most, but about the things that she cares about the most. That, that's uh, when you start to see a shift. So let's see. Um, I really want to play these out of order, but I won't. Let's listen to them chronologically because I think, um, I know Mrs. Wood has is, 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 is answered the question, but let's, let's listen to the one she left before.
3: This. Mr. D, Mr. D. I love what you said. You dated your girls. I love that because yes, because you have two girls and they have qualities of their mother and they also have qualities of you. They have different needs. So I think that is a good thing. I think that that, that's what parents need to do nowadays, because if you date your children and get to know them and get to know their likes and dislikes, you find out a lot of things that are going on in their life that they wouldn't be willing to just freely just give up. I mean, it took me a while to realize that. So I, I have a young daughter that, you know, was going through some stuff, but I would always take all the kids together. And one day she said, "Mommy." Can you just spend time with just me? Can me and you do something? So yes, that is something that I recommend to anybody that has children. Take your children out individually and spend time with them and find out yeah. more about them because you'd be surprised at things that you'd find. That is yeah. so
0: true. very true. That's how we found out um, that our our eldest daughter was unhappy at school. And we and we now we didn't really want to put them in school in the first place. Um, we'd always, we'd always toyed with the idea of homeschooling. And our eldest one went from, she went to about four different schools and eventually we just got to a point where we realized that the schools were doing so much more damage to her than, um, they were helping. Um, you know, she became emotionally withdrawn, she wasn't smiling much, she wasn't jovial in any kind of way, and that was completely different from the child that we we raised yeah. um right. before she started school. So um it was me spend me and my wife individually spending time alone with her, um, both separately and things like that we realized that something was wrong. And when we spent the time with her, um, you know, we were able to get that information out of her that she was just unhappy and things were going on. And that just made the decision to homeschool and home educate our children so much easier because I'm I'm a big advocate, especially with children of color, especially with black children, The system is not designed to help our children. I I will Mm -hmm. say people, and I will. yep, it will not educate our children. It will not help our children. All they want to do is turn our children into workers, not um, whilst they educate their children to be, um, how do I want to put this? Owners. Yeah. Now, we have to educate our children about ownership and all those things and you if your child is in school eight nine hours a day the person that has the most influence over your child is not you it's and different. now I, I, I understand that from a lot of working parents homeschooling is not really an option especially if you're a single mother or a single father it can be it, you know it may not be an option but that is where spending quality time with your children really becomes even more important um, because you have to break the cycle and break the weight, the systemic um, indoctrination that, they, that goes on in schools out of your children. You have to take that out. And that's for me, that's a, a, a really important thing because we have to educate our young men on how to be men um, the challenges they will face as black men, um, the role that they need to, to play they, um, about educating them about becoming business owners, about investing, about money management. Teach our women the same similar skill sets about investing, about um, learning how to submit, but not to become, how it's do you know, put this? A doormat, yeah. Do not become a doormat, but submission is different from being walked over, and we have to educate them on on what that looks like. So there is so much that we can pour into our children, and it all starts from spending that quality time alone with them and, and learning about them individually. So let's see.
3: Oh, yes. Oh, yes, to your answer. Yes, he has been very receptive. It took a lot of um, us having some un- unhappy times. And one day he just sat me down and was like, baby, what's going on? You're distanced. You know, things aren't the same as they used to be. So what can I do to make you happier? And I just told him, it's like, I'm at work all day. I don't mind doing, you know, housework. But at least when I come home, have something out for me to cook. Let's pick a day that we together, you know, do laundry that day or clean the house that day. So, I mean, yeah, we we have came to an agreement where like we have certain days he does the laundry. Certain days I do the laundry. We cook together. We clean together. You know, we work on trying to spend time with the kids, but we're still working on that because they're all teenagers and grown now. So they don't want to have time (laughs) with us at all.
1: Yeah. would be with the gender roles and you thinking about what she just stated and the fact that he was able to be like baby you know what's wrong i noticed that you're unhappy for those women in relationships that either the male or the female does not take the time out to notice that you're unhappy or if you verbalize that you're unhappy but they're not willing to put in the work would that basically be underlining saying obviously they really don't care or could they just care, but still have some way of just not, not getting it, not getting one plus one to equal two,
0: or is that? No, no. I, I So, um, subconsciously they don't care. Now they may feel that they do, but love has a willingness to change that flat out. Love has a willingness to change. Love does not want to see the other person in pain. Right? Love does not want to, Love does not like to see. You know, if if I see my wife crying, it makes me want to cry. If I see that someone has made my wife cry, it makes me angry. That love reacts to how the to how the it's the object of one's love um, is treated or how they feel so if I'm if if I'm doing something and I know what I'm doing is causing you pain I will want to change if I cared I will want to change so personally I think when someone refuses to listen to how, You are feeling; they don't care. And now people may disagree with
1: that. that. Coming from a man, though, honestly, because I didn't think men felt that way uh, when it comes to love. You know, because, as like I shared, some of my kids' fathers were physically abusive, and people knowing me, I wasn't one to tolerate disrespect and stuff like that. So a lot of people were shocked. That I could even be a person that would be in an abused relationship because of the type of person I am. But my thing was, and what I always told people was that I love them enough not to hurt them, even though they didn't love me enough not to hurt me. And I never thought until you said that, that men actually loved like that. You know, I thought maybe it was a female thing, or some people used to say that I was, you know, something was wrong with me. But I didn't believe that. I just believe it's how I love. Like I could now. Yeah. if Somebody else came in and was like, "You put your hands on her and they beat them down." That's a whole different thing. But I couldn't do it by my hand because yeah. I cared about
0: you. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I could. Yeah, I completely get it. Now, um, some some people may think that men men can't feel like that, but I I. I I beg to differ. Again, I'm going to well, take I'm... it biblically. I'm going to take I'm... it biblically because um, the Bible says the woman was taken out of man. So everything that is in woman came out of man. Therefore, the way that a woman loves exists in a man because it was she was taken out of man. So I think it's a lame excuse to say a man doesn't love like that. It's more of a well I don't want to change, so I will hide behind this. I don't want to do I don't want to do what you want because I want to retain the power and the control. Because that's what a lot of people think. They think that by acknowledging how the woman feels, they are relinquishing power in the relationship. And to me it's the dumbest thing ever that, that mm-hmm. is power. The, the power dynamic um there shouldn't even be a power dynamic in your relationship because if you're if a relationship is founded on love then it's the foundations around. of that it's it's yeah it's it's balance it's about understanding each other's position like right. let me put let me put it this way Yes I am I am the head of my house. No questions about it. I am a provider. But I am also a nurturer not only to my wife but to my children. So if when my wife was sick with with um, after she had her covid vaccine I cooked well I cook anyway. I do I do the majority of the cooking in, in the house anyway. But um I cooked, I cleaned, um, I got her whatever she needed, I made sure the kids were taken care of, um, I worked. I did everything that needed to be done and let her stay in bed. And then when she was feeling better, she let me sleep for as long as I wanted to so that I could recoup. That's love. See, right. When one, mm-hmm. is, when one is weak, the stronger one takes more responsibility, and when the other one and when they recover, you you allow the other person to recoup, and then you bring the the balance, you bring the house back into the equilibrium. It's just that's just the way it needs to be. But the house can only be in equilibrium if you can sit down and have the conversation vulnerably. If you can be vulnerable in that relationship and say that hey. These are my strengths. These are my weaknesses. I believe you have strengths to complement my weaknesses, and I have strengths to complement your weaknesses. If we work together, we can become a force to be reckoned with.
1: Right.
4: And that's
0: what a, a lot of men don't appreciate, the strengths in their women. They feel threatened by the strengths in their women. Um, I'm not threatened by the fact that my my, my wife can manage money better than i do i have the potential i have the i have the brains to know how um and everything that i need to make money but i also know i have because of how much i like to spoil my family i have a tendency to spend more than i should therefore she keeps me in check and says hey We don't need that car. The car that we've got is good. We don't need all these gifts. And like, so I had this thing every anniversary, I would go out and I would buy her, um, you know, I'd either go and buy a Mulberry bag um, or like a Coach bag or whatever. And she was like, dude. I don't need all of this. I don't need these things. Just, let's just have a, let's just, let's just have a meal. Let's just have dinner with the kids and celebrate another year together and keep it moving. You don't have to keep buying me all these gifts. But I, you know, for me, it was like, hey, I was lavishing her with gifts of affection. Mm
1: -hmm. She
0: saw it as, she saw it as, you're spending money that we don't need to spend. We could do other things with this. We could exactly. invest this money. So I had to learn how to dial back the unnecessary spending. Um, and she's the one that keeps me in check. I'm not ashamed to say it. She would will, She will ask me, do you really need to buy that? Do we really need that? Think about it. Do we really want to spend that right now? And right that's that's her strength my strength is to make money I, I'm i good at making money yeah, I just I don't have a problem doing it so her strength complements my weakness and my weakness complements her strength and that's where the equi- equilibrium is makes sense. well let's see what it was bro- good it was good
2: y'all yeah. What's the vibes, man? Hope y'all having a good show and all that. I'm going to rock with y'all for a second. That's facts. Let me take a sip real quick for the culture. That's facts.
0: Yo, yeah, rock with us. We, we appreciate your presence in the room. So, yeah, um, for me, I think focus on trying to get equilibrium. Focus on learning each other. Focus on understanding each other. Being gracious towards each other, um, and most importantly, vulnerability. Because once you get that level of vulnerability in a relationship, um, and I'm not talking about you know just surface level stuff. Be be truly deep with your vulnerability let her know your fears and let him know your fears let him know your deepest darkest secrets let her know your deepest darkest secrets trusting that they would never use that to harm you now that level of vulnerability takes you to a new level of intimacy and once Mm -hmm. you break That barrier and you get into that level of intimacy and i'm not talking about physical intimacy here i'm talking about spiritual and emotional intimacy um one of the one of the things that now i don't whatever you believe in now if you if you are a christian cool pray together if you are muslim pray together if you are um into your new age thing whatever you do do it together What I'm saying is spend some time spiritually connected because Mm -hmm. that is important. As As a husband, learn to have the authority to put your hands, lay your hands on your woman and pray for her. Learn to have the authority to put your hands on your children and pray for them and decree blessings over their lives and speak words of affirmation over every individual in your family. That is your responsibility as a man. Show them the that them. you, yeah, show them, show them that you not only care about their physical well-being, but their emotional, spiritual well-being as well. Mm-hmm. Feed them the right foods. If you are out here feeding your children um, ready meals and, and McDonald's every day, then stop. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it because that's again that's damaging if if you if you don't you know this is so this is another thing if you're a dude that has children and you don't know how to cook one of the sexiest things you can do for your wife is learn say how it. to cook for your children. Go on go and figure out how to teach teach yourself how to cook and cook for your children. She don't even care about you cooking for her. She, she, women find it so attractive when they see what you do for for the children. A lot of men miss that. So it's kind of like rewire your brain. Rethink everything that that you you were taught by mainstream media, by the movies, all of those things. Unlearn that stuff and learn and really sit down and speak to your woman and try and understand what makes her tick and what really pushes her buttons and that and I'm talking the good buttons and the bad buttons so you you press less of the bad buttons and more of the good ones
1: oh man i agree so
0: so what do you, what do you think um, in terms of in terms of women like you said so you said women should check how they speak to their men or do you think there are other areas that women could also potentially kind of level up to and i don't mean level up is the wrong term but i mean be more you know, conscious it's not, it all depends how on how someone interprets
1: it it's not i don't think it's the wrong word at all i believe it's the right word because we have to ascend to a greater place Somewhere, somewhere along the line, the whole gender roles and the respect level, how you communicate with each other, how you really show love and appreciation, has gotten lost, misconstrued, stirred up in some bag on pot, and they're pulling out the wrong bag on stuff. Period. Plain and serious. So yes, there is definitely. I've learned over the years that there's a way that you say things to the person that you care about and you love, and it takes. It comes from knowing them, like if they come from maybe even a harder background or their family is not, you know, they may not receive things as well because they're so used to people saying things a certain way. So they block it out. No matter how loving and caring you're trying to say it, you may have to figure out how to say it to the person that you're trying to reach if you really care about them being a better person. And so, uh, so you work at it, you work on how you see it, you work on the approach that you do it, you know, but then I guess it kind of makes me think when people say, well, are you trying to change a person? You met me. This is how I was You accepted me. So, you know, how can you, my question would be, how can you go about trying to adjust things to help make a person better, but they feel like you're trying to change me. This is not how I am they don't see it for better, of course. Until they walk in, it's more like Mm-mm. you try to control me. You're a woman; you're supposed to listen to me. And I, you know, it becomes a power trip. So yeah, we can try to yeah. speak to them in a certain way and try to word our vocabulary a certain way, and definitely command or ask for that same respect. Like, don't speak to me as one of your home girls or one of the girls on the street, or even your coworker. I am your your girlfriend or boyfriend at the time. I am the one that you know you say that you care about. So speak with me in a tone of a way that someone that respects and cares about a person, even in anger. If you need to walk away and count to one, two, three, four, five, six, whatever you got to do, come back and let's talk like civilized individuals. We don't need to raise our voices to higher octaves. Or any of that. How is that right. getting anything accomplished? And then say something, say your statement, take a pause, and let the other person answer. There's a lot of arguments that go back and forth when it comes to family members and people in love that you're not even hearing the other person. And you could, your emotions could have taken you into a whole realm and made the whole scenario seem like a whole other story that didn't really transpire because you're still stuck in your emotions. So maybe the conversation may not need to be held for a couple days. But one mm-hmm. is how we speak to each other. Two, we have to listen. Those emotions, I've seen some people where they their emotions then took the whole situation to a whole nother. I'm like, wait a minute, that didn't even happen. Where did <laughs> that come at? And then the whole, oh, I forgive you and forget things. And then when you in this argument, guess what they're bringing up? something else that you said two years ago that you've been asked for forgiveness. They said they forgave you. And it's like this whole long line of stuff. Like, are you still really holding on to this stuff? People have to learn to forgive and let go. Yeah. You know, I didn't say forget. because people are like, I am not going to forget. I'm that's fine. Remember it. But if a person has apologized for something, let it go. Why are you bringing it back up every time there's an argument? Why are you bringing it back up? Period. You're supposed yeah. to just move on. The person has apologized. Let it go. But yeah. the woman has to feel special. She can't feel like she's your homegirl, one of your co-workers. You can't use the same verbiage, the same terminology that you use with your loved one. You can't call people at work. Hey, baby, how you doing? Be outside. Be like, hey, baby, you beautiful. And then go in your house and tell your woman that you love. Hey, baby, how you doing? No. Yep. that she has to feel special she has to feel unique she is the one that you chose she's not everybody else
0: yeah i hear that i hear that i mean um that that's one thing um again one uh, in my in my younger years i was uh, my wife told me that i was very flirtatious and um i didn't see it like and I think that's most men. We we we're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um we don't see it. We don't see it. <laughs> but um when when I had co workers suddenly telling me that they catching feelings, then I had to I had to be like, Whoa, how the hell did we get here? And then I had to look at myself, what well, what did I say or what did I do that made her made these women think that they stood a chance that because then I, then I had to have the awkward conversations because i had to, you know for me i took my vows very seriously forsaking all others so when when it, there was no there was no desire to be with any other women but clearly there was something in my body language the way that i spoke that gave that impression so I had to become more conscious of how I acted and guess what I did I stopped I I stopped having certain types of conversations now when when female friends or colleagues wanted to talk about um sexual things I shut the conversation down because I'm not going to tell you how I get down and I don't want to know how you get down because I don't know what fantasy you might be playing out in your head. And I don't want to start having images of you in any kind of position in my head. So, so I started to be more conscious of the conversations that I was having. I started to be more conscious of my body language around, um, around, females i started to be conscious about how i hugged females because i can't be given no co-worker no tight embrace because that sends the wrong message so i Mm had to switch to to one of those sideways hugs or i didn't even hug them at all so I had to really change how I maneuvered so that I didn't give off that impression. And what um what I learned in in the whole process. Um and so I've been married eight, going to be eighteen years this year. Been together twenty four years this year. And in that time, it's taken me, (laughs) and I'm not even ashamed to say this because this is this is. I'm just trying to highlight. My whole thing is transparency. So I'm highlighting how pig-headed we can be as men. Because I've known that my wife was this way from, geez, I don't know, maybe two, three years into dating her. So, mm. so I've known for 22 years, basically, um, that she has a gift of discernment. She can, she, when she meets people, she can tell straight away whether they are good or bad, bad eggs. So she would say to me, you need to watch this dude because he's not a good person. He's going to do you dirty. And I'd be like, no, baby, he's cool. He's cool. And lo and behold, he does me dirty. So Um. she wants, whenever she warns me about someone, and I never pay attention to it, something happens. So of recent, I've said, you know what, God, you gave me, you knew that I'm too trusting with people. And you gave me a woman that can read people when she meets them. I haven't mm-hmm. taken advantage of her strength, but guess what? I'm taking advantage of that strength now. So I ask her opinion. Hey, this person wants to do a business deal with me, babe. What do you think? No, nah, they I don't like that person. They're shady. Cool, I'm not doing it. Oh, so and so wants to hang out. I wouldn't if I was you, because mm, think about what he did to you last time. Okay, cool. I'll shut that down. And and this is not to say she she does it's not like she she cherry picks who I hang out with. I ask her opinion. If if I if she tells me someone is a particular way, and I say I still want to go and do something, she doesn't stand in the way. I I ask her opinion because I now know that she has a gift in that area to be able to discern good eggs from bad eggs, and that's why I keep saying that. We, I believe that when we paired when we are paired up, the person that we 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 find ourselves with have strengths that complement our weaknesses and we have strengths that complement their weaknesses and we just have to be open and receptive with egos put to one side to leverage those strengths in each other mm. so let's see we got a oh
2: yeah that's um that's absolute snapple facts, my Gs. That's what I'm working on moving forward, just being naked with that person. And like you said, not just surface level. So I'm definitely fucking with that. Let me take another sip for that little gem right there. That's facts for the culture. Snapple facts, Yeah, I, <laughs> I like
0: that. I like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so... But you said, you said something um, before about people people feeling like you're trying to change them.
1: Yes. And you know, that, that, that sometimes you don't know how to, I mean, no one stays the same. You know, they stay like every couple of years a person changes because you're definitely. growing. It's not a bad thing. We're all growing. But then when you're trying to better a person because you see something maybe they can be better at, I guess we have to figure out better ways to approach it so that they don't feel as though we're trying to change them, meaning females, because normally they look if a male, if a female is trying to do anything out of the norm to a male, they 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 always seem to go on the defensive leg. But if they embrace it, once they get there, they're like, OK, this does work. Sometimes they may thank you and sometimes, you know, subconsciously in your mind, you're like you're appreciative because at the end of the day, you both benefit from him growing
0: in this way, him or her. You know yeah, this is how, yeah. How person it. I think uh, there was something that i I heard in I think it was a, a it was a show that I had a, a couple of weeks back. Um, and one of the problems we have um, in at the moment in in our community is that our women are growing at a faster rate than our men, and that's just facts. Our, our women are making uh, more money than than a lot of our men. Are uh, more educated than a lot of our men. Um, I think they are naturally more resilient and how do I put this? Hard. I don't want to say hard working, but technically it is what I mean in the sense that because our women have become so accustomed to carrying the load by themselves, they can push themselves in a way that a lot of our men can't. Therefore, the rate of growth in our women outstrips the rate of growth in our men. And the problem is, unless a couple grow together, so you either grow together in the same direction or you grow apart. That's so true. So it's, I think part of, the, part, of the, um, part of the lesson that we need to learn in relationships is how to, even if one of us may, it appears to be growing at a faster rate, how do we make sure that the person that may not be growing at the same rate has enough time to catch up? so sometimes we may have to be a little bit more accommodating so and what i mean by that is this if you have built if you have worked hard and you've grown and built yourself a business and your partner hasn't reached that level yet instead of trying to to expand and go to the next level how about seeing how you can invest in their dream to pull them up so that they see that not only do you believe in your dream but you believe in their dream because sometimes what we what tends to happen is that one person supports the dreams of the other and then that person's dream continues to grow and the other person's dream languishes and they that again that can create um, some resentment and it can also, especially for men, it can it can create this not only does it create that resentment, it creates this attitude of, well shit, I don't even want to try anymore because she don't she don't believe in my dreams. Now a lot of men can hide behind that. I don't believe you should. I believe that is when those emotions and feelings start to develop that is the point where conversation needs to be had. And as you said before, it's that's when the woman needs to be receptive to having an honest and adult conversation about the situation. Mm -hmm. Not to be full of pride and say, well, shit, I worked hard and I got myself here and I did this. Notice that your man is being vulnerable with you and wanting to level up and needing your help or maybe needing you to allow him some grace to level up so that and and what that may mean is that you need to slow down a little bit so that he feels he has the room and the capacity to then catch up so it's a balance again it's that whole balancing act but it's I, I use the word graciousness because I think that that's an important part of it. Learning to be gracious to each other and to each other's dreams um, will allow us to grow at grow together rather than grow apart. But the centre of it all is communication. If we don't have open, honest dialogue in those situations, then we're going to grow apart oh, because. My. That's when resentment sets in. Um, oh, we got Pastor John Ellis. Let's see what he's got to say. It's very important, though, um, I think, to consider making room for penis, shit, dick, ass, fuck, cock, shit, penis, balls, nuts, dicks, 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 dicks. dicks, dicks. All right uh okay thanks for that uh not so helpful contribution have a great day um oh. yeah yeah so and, and see again see this is part of my this is part of my problem with with men today um we're having <laughs> we're, we're having we're having a, a mature conversation about gender roles in relationships and you want to come in and act like you're twelve years old? That's the sort of behaviour I, I expect from a juvenile. Like, come on, grow up. If you if you really don't have anything of value to add, then keep it moving. It's cool. No one's no one's forcing you to contribute to a conversation. Um, but yeah, that's 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 part of, that's part of the problem anyway. Um, you find that a lot of the trolling that we've seen that. A lot of the trolling that I've seen on stereo tends to, tends to be immature men. But
1: then you that's, wonder, that's like, mind. how are his friends? Like, does he act that way in public? That's another thing when you're saying, okay, are your friends encouraging you? Because some men, like we said, do not hear things when women say it because they feel like, you know, it's a woman saying it. But then, yeah. I don't would they hear it from their male friend or will their male friend don't want to lose their friend or don't want their friend to feel some way about them. So they're just going to sit back and not say anything and just allow them to be, but you still call them a friend. But if that was your real friend, you would encourage them to be the best person they could be. Whether it's with that woman, you know, with, by themselves, as a business owner, you know, as a father, I mean, so, I mean, it starts to make me wonder whether, you know, are are y'all really friends? If you sit there and allow me to act that way. uh,
0: Let me me say it like this. Um, I have always encouraged and pushed my friends to be the best version of themselves. And that's come with me being as transparent as I am. As I, as I am and as I can be about my shortcomings, my, um, my flaws, um, lessons that I've learned in relationships and in love and in life, in business, um, my failures in business, my failures in, in marriage, in parenting. I'm very honest and transparent about all of these things because I believe we go through experiences to help other people now if my friends choose not to listen that's on them but one thing that i do say is this um as i grow on my entrepreneurial journey one of the lessons that i've had to take into account is what um is the lesson about sunk costs now sunk costs are investments that you've or capital that you've poured into something that will never yield any kind of return. And you, at some point, you have to know when to draw the line and when to just leave that alone and stop trying to, or, or, you know, stop be, stop flogging a dead horse, basically. Right. And, um, and that's how I see certain relationships, at some point you have to realize that you've either outgrown the relationship or you are out, you are no longer in alignment. Now that's not to say that you are not friends anymore, but you need, you need to stop investing your energy, trying to change someone that refuses to change. And at that point you have to put some distance between you and that person because Again, you are guilty by association. Um, Mm -hmm. And I can't be around someone that is living a life that doesn't align to how I live. I'm not saying that they have to be a carbon copy copy of me or whatever, but for, for us to be able to conversate on a certain level, for us to be able to resonate at the same frequency, we must share similar interests. We must share um similar views we must have some level of alignment if we don't our energies will not align and there will just be constant friction right. so why surround myself and, and and what and people have to realize this S- at some point when you start to have this level of friction with a friend because you're constantly trying to get them to level up and they're not that then that may be the point where you're real you're realizing that that relationship is a sunk cost and it's time to let go. Unfortunately, there are going to be people out here, no matter how many people tell them, no matter how many people say it to them, they are so either hard-headed or full of fear, shame, whatever it may be, and refuse to it. change Mm refuse flat out refuse to change and if someone refuses to change you can't force them to change it's the same way with a woman when a man when you can talk to a man till he you're blue in the face but if he doesn't want to change himself he's not going to change himself if he doesn't love you enough to want to change he is not going to change it's that simple and I say it as, as clear as day. With that, a man will change when the love is strong. If a man is not willing to change, question the love. Because, mm. like I said, if you love someone, you cannot want to. You cannot bear to constantly see them in pain. That is right. not see it. Watching someone you love in pain is just, to me, doesn't make sense. That isn't love. There isn't any love there. I mean, if I I could see someone that, I could see someone I don't like very much, or, you know, acquaintance, and, and even and even an acquaintance, I hate to see an acquaintance in pain. The only people that I can see in pain and, and not really be emotionally touched in any way is someone that I don't really like. Like, I'd be like, oh, well, that's, that's your fault. But I, if I can feel if I can feel um, empathy for someone that I don't know, a stranger that is hurt and in pain, if I can feel empathy towards my um, acquaintances, then how much more should I feel for someone that I say that I love? You know, that is logic that dictates that. So anyone that, that 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 challenges that they need to bring me some scientific proof because if we look at it logically, there is no way that you can tell me that you can sit there and feel feel empathy towards all these other people and not and not shed a tear or feel any sort of pain, remorse or whatever when someone you love is in pain. So. I stand by that, I, I will double down on that comment. If a man does not want to change or if a woman doesn't want to change, it is because the love is not strong enough to make to, to, for them, you know, the, the love that they allegedly have for you is not that strong because they okay. would not want to see you in constant pain. That sounds like true. Yeah. So have we, have we, um, have we talked this, is there an area of gender roles that we haven't covered? Oh, there is, there is. And, um, now this is an interesting one because this is a bone of contention for many men. And, this is not just um, this is not just this is men that are, are doing what they're supposed to be doing and obviously they're gonna be the, the men that aren't doing what they're, they're not that the, the men that aren't sort of doing what they're supposed to be doing but let's let's put it this way let's assume a man is doing all the things that he's supposed to be doing okay. who's <laughs> Whose role is it to initiate physical intimacy?
1: Why do we feel like it's a role? I mean, if you want it, if that's what your your body's craving, then shouldn't,
0: I mean, whoever wants it. Now I say this, I say this because I've listened to a number of debates and a number of conversations and especially, um, in a lot of married conversations. And, and, and I mean, um, again, full transparency here, I've I've complained to my wife about this in the, uh, um, a number of years ago and, and said this years ago, um, that why did I always feel like I'm the initiator? And it makes, you know, sometimes it makes me feel like you don't, you you're no longer physically attracted to me. So well, um, no. Let me say you have to think about what you said earlier. When you think I know, about- I know, and mm-hmm. that's why I said. That's why I said. Okay. If the man is okay. doing all the things he's supposed to be doing, so right. is is it that? So okay, so maybe I'm answering my own question here. So maybe I'm thinking I've done everything that I need to have done, but I've missed a step or two and i haven't really laid the foundations how i should have and therefore she is not in that place where she is warmed up to to that or she is wanting or maybe there's something that you don't realize she's still
1: subconsciously thinking about that still has her distracted because once that freedom is there like if you paid all your bills and all that, and everything is good, and you don't have to worry about anything right now, all of a sudden, that switch, and that, you know, your body temperature starts to rise, you might look over at your, your boyfriend, girlfriend, your husband, your wife, and they look a little sexy, it got a little glow, and you get that little smile, but then it could be, hey, baby, how you doing? And their response may turn off that whole turn on. So right. it
3: could be
1: be ready to all go and something or maybe they just walking down the hall and they pass gas it could throw you off and they won't say anything <laughs> I said that because you know what? you're comfortable with the person you, you start to do things like, oh man you know so that's like it could be that one thing like they could be in the mood and all of a sudden they like, well, hey, how are you doing? You looking good? Yeah, but um, yeah, I gotta go change the tire or something. You know what? And that just that took a paper towel and soaked up all that wetness, and it just oh, okay. right, right, um, right. Okay.
0: See, I don't. That's that's see that's interesting because I think um I think as men. Like I said, flicking that switch for us is—I'm sure you've seen all the all the little viral videos on TikTok. Like there was one where 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 it says um, whisper something in your man's ear, and they whisper in the man's ear, and he he's ready to go there and then. He's like, "I'm I'm, I'm. look, he's calling out to the kids. Come take your brother. <laughs> come 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 come." <laughs> me, me, and mommy gotta go in the back real quick. <laughs> so, but, um, but it's but so for men, for us, it's quite easy to just flick that switch. But I guess for for a woman, as easy as it is for that switch to be flicked on on in us, it's that easy for that switch to be flicked off in a woman, um, just works. by how we respond. How I um, would demean it because again I, again I, I've, I've had some days where my wife is smiling and she's happy and she's doing and and I say the, I just say one thing because maybe I've had um, an email come through that's put me in a bad mood and I just respond a little abruptly and I mm-hmm. see her whole I see her whole demeanor shift in an mm-hmm. instant that part yeah so maybe 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 that's it maybe being a bit more as men just being a bit more conscious about just how we um again being more observant and being more conscious about how we respond to things or um not missing the moment because i think again i think we have a tendency to want things on our own timetable and sometimes a woman's timetable. Hey, when that opportunity comes, she wants you to take that opportunity when the opportunity is there. Not right. trying, not trying to say, "Oh no, it's it's four fifteen. I'm still working." If She's saying, "It's it's four <laughs> fifteen, but this is when this is when you it needs that. to happen." Then make you make it, it happen. <laughs> yeah. That part. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you taught me something. You taught me something there. <laughs> <laughs> they can be ready,
1: boy. That's what your turns like. What? What you say? Oh, for real? Uh,
0: okay.
1: There's no more feelings. Right. 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 That.
0: That's crazy. That is crazy, though, because it
1: is, and it's like, and you wouldn't believe that. Even though they felt that way, it's the hardest thing to turn back on. You can fake right. it. But it's like. I was on zoom, zoom, zoom. And you did that, so I said, "Ah, stop. And you expected, no, it it doesn't go like that. It doesn't go like that.
0: Wow. Wow. Because, yeah, I mean, my wife has said that to me before. She's like, um, even if you're in the moment and something, you know, she's saying for women that a woman could be close to climaxing and if you if, say you were to, to change position suddenly or do something yeah. that maybe cause it, a slight bit of pain and that could be oh. it gone for gone for good that part like, mm, I mean, we commute sort of we, like, we, we, we doing do nothing anymore <laughs> no,
1: no, no. stay in that spot and then guess what they'll take a deep breath remove and
0: it's- <laughs> <laughs> oh man But this is is why I love women because you guys are so complex and intricate and it's like there are nuances to you guys that um, it just makes the whole... This is why I don't understand why men aren't willing to put in the work because it's like a woman is a gift that keeps on giving because every... Every day you find out something new about her. Um, There is some quirk that you never noticed. It's, It's like having that vintage car that you've been looking, that you've longed for. And every day you go in it and you find another little quirk or a little thing in that car that makes it even more special to you. That's how it is with a woman to me. That um, part
1: really is. But that means you've gotten to the point where you actually are in love with your best friend. You care yeah. to take the time to see that little quirk. And I don't know. They don't. I don't know why they don't want to put in. The, they want it easy. I just want some head and, and you know, what I'm saying fix me some food and leave me alone. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But if you really want that 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 whole body experience, it's more than that. That's what people don't. Oh, like you, your wife. You, you used to buy your wife gifts and I, I appreciate and all that. But it's, all that's not necessary. But if you're dating a woman and that's all she needs, she needs fifty million pocketbooks. Like she really going that many places? Then fine, that's the type of woman you date. But every woman is different. You the same things yeah. that you did with the last one is not going to work with the new one. The same way you talk with the last one is not how you should talk with the new one. You have to learn each woman that you decide to be with. And it takes time. Yeah. So if you're going to take the time to learn her, learn her, it's still that's going to take you some time. And you'll still be learning yeah. her. Y'all right old age, because every so years, everybody goes through some type of a change.
0: Regardless. Yeah yeah definitely definitely and like we said you either grow together or you grow apart so make the effort to grow together right it's uh right. I, I mean who, who who doesn't want to who doesn't want to grow together Who doesn't want to Who doesn't want to figure out those new things together i mean to me marriages is, is that's why they say marriage is a marathon it's that lifelong adventure together um like I, I'm looking at I'm I love my girls. I love my girls, but I'm looking like yo, at some point you're got to get the hell up out of here because <laughs> <me the> most- <laughs> <anybody enjoy> <laughs> Yeah, I'm like I'm like I I, I do not sacrifice sacrificed twenty something years. So <laughs> look, look, I'm try I'm trying to get you guys out of here so I can go back to the days where I was walking around this house butt naked. You know what? So many people say that. <laughs> I'm like, y'all, need to go. <laughs> yeah. Grandma, don't you want to fun us something? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I, and I know my girl go ahead. This, but they they know Daddy loves them. It, it's uh, it, but it is. It's um, you know, I'm looking forward to continuing to to learn more about my wife to learn more about what makes her tick and who she's going to become as she continues to mature because the woman that she is now is not the woman she was 10 15 20 years ago she's completely transformed and i always say to her that you know her 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 strength amazes me because we've been through so many challenges so many ups so many downs she's 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 my ride or die no matter what i've been through she has been by my side and that's why i wouldn't want to spend my life with anyone else that's you know I, she's she's shown me that she was there before i had any money and she was there when the money when the money wasn't so good, and she'll be there when the money goes back to to what it used to be and beyond. It's it's just these are just ups and downs in lives in in life and um, what we like to watch, uh, Black Love on the OWN Network, and okay, it was it was one of the things there was a couple on there and they said something similar. It's a, guy, a guy's biggest fear when you were young as a man when you were young and you haven't truly understood how a woman loves your biggest one of your fears is that well when the money goes away or when the material things when i can't when she goes from driving a mercedes to a toyota or to a nissan or whatever or she goes from the 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 10-bedroom house down to the three-bedroom house, from a, a from owning a house to renting a house, is she still going to love me? Is she still going to love me the same way? And what we don't understand as men is that for a woman that truly loves a man, none of those things matter. They don't care about the material things. They don't care about um they don't care about whether you've got whether you you know as long as you are as long as you are taking care of what needs to be taken care of so as long as you have work as long as you are striving to make things better even if so if you take a downwards tumble as long as you don't stay down and you're fighting to get back up they ride with you and they love oh. you through it And they encourage you through it and they lift you up through it and they protect you through it. They won't. No matter what you go through, a good woman won't allow anyone to talk shit about you. Because she sees you at your most vulnerable and she sees what you are doing for her and your family and to better yourself at your most vulnerable. Therefore, she protects that. And that's, that's what a lot of these young men don't understand because they haven't loved deep enough to see that and to, or to receive that. They don't right. allow themselves to get to the point where they can receive that depth of love because they're, they're still caught up in the surface level stuff. The surface level, level, there are layers to love and that surface level love passes away, it fades quickly. If it's based on looks if it's based on looks and body type and all of these things, those things change. Those things fade away. As soon as somebody
1: else comes through with different looks or a little bit more money or says something to that woman that you haven't been saying but she's been wanting to hear, she gone.
0: Yep. Yep. So take to make the effort to, to get deeper and to understand, and you'll see, you know, if you've got a good woman, you will see that the love run the love runs deep, and that's not to take. Do not take advantage of that. Do not abuse that. Don't don't take, you know, don't take it for granted. Don't waste it. Don't abuse it. Because a lot of again immature men then use that as an excuse to go around um, and being unfaithful because they know that she loves them so deeply that she will overlook it. And all of these things don't take don't abuse that love, nurture it, nourish it, feed it and let it grow and watch what it will do for you. That's the message that I want um, a lot of men listening to any man listening to this to take away. What would you want women to take away from this?
1: Definitely learn how to communicate with the man that you're with. Take time and a deep breath to reiterate any conversation that you're having with him. Check for the words that you are saying. Be a little patient if you choose to. You know, but, you know, the same way is... Enough is enough. You've only, I only you will you know how much that you can stand or you can live through. And the hard part, a lot of people will stay regardless, because the starting over and getting to know process may be so hard, but the rewards can be so great. Know thyself, know thy work. Love thyself. You have to love you completely. Because loving you will definitely help the other person know that, look, I love me. So you're going to have to love me and love whatever else I turn or grow into. All men do not come with an instruction booklet. All of them do not come from a whole environment. All of them may not understand how to even love you. You know, so... Everything. It's a work in progress. Don't let you just out here, you know, get your little rocks off and keep it moving or whatever. If you really want something sustainable, something that's going to last the years, the decades, it's going to take work. It's going to take understanding. It's going to take forgiveness. There will be some trial and error, but always pay attention. Don't have one foot out the door. Always have both feet in. When one foot goes out the door, the other should follow. Don't stand with one foot out. If you're going to be in it, be in it completely. Mind, body, and spirit. When it's when you're ready to go, you take one foot and start to walk out. Because you can't still there's no way you can be working in something to heal something if half of you is already on your mindset that I'm done with you, I'm finished with you. But yet and still, you want this person to either grow or understand or forgive. or You know, you're trying to move together when you really are halfway out. It, it's not going to work that way. So when you start to walk out, continue. That means you've tried all you can. You've done everything you can. If you tried to go to counseling, you tried to involve family members, you tried to talk to the person, you tried to get help for yourself. Because we can't always say that the reasons why our relationship didn't work was the other person. Because there's a lot of things that us as women, we may not realize that it, it makes us not as good or as appealing or as understanding as we think that we are. So don't be too prideful to understand that maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe I need to go seek some attention or you know, seek not attention, some guidance to say, okay, how can I do this differently? How can I do this better? And we talk about gender role. Talk about these things in the beginning. If you're not really a cooker, even though you're a female, then, look, okay, hopefully your man likes to cook. You know, or y'all have enough money to continue to eat out for the rest of your life. If that's what y'all want to do, fine, have at it. Or make it fun. Y'all sit in the kitchen and learn to cook together. How about that? You know, that could be a mm-hmm. really you good know? around each other and to have fun. Trust is important. Trust and honesty is important. I've done a talk on whether it's broken. Can it be fixed? I think it can be mended. I don't believe it can be fixed because it's done. Right. We'll always sit in the back of somebody's mind. Treat those the way you want to be treated. Right.
0: That right there. Yep. I hear you. I stand stand by you on that one. Treat people how you want to be treated. And that is so important because uh, how how can you tell someone how to love you until you know how to love yourself? And when you know how to love yourself, when you know how to be good to yourself, when you know how to treat yourself good, you can tell someone how to treat you and you know what you will stand for and what you won't stand for. So, um, yeah, it's that, that's it. That's it. Um, let's get into these, into these last comments and then, um, let's talk about what we, where we want to go on our next conversation. Absolutely. Oh, hey, it's my girl Shadow. Hey, Sayori. Hey, baby. I hope y'all are having a bright
4: and productive podcast and an even more bright and productive day. Shadow in his house, is
1: sitting in the back. Shine bright, guys. Hello, Shadow Sun Studios. I've missed your voice. Chemincy. Yeah.
0: Hey, girl. How you doing? We um. So me and Shadow, we 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 go our regular show on on Sundays. We do a show called Biblical Bias. So. Uh, people, if you if you like um, if you like your your Bible stories real, come and check check it out with us on Sundays.
4: I totally agree with you, Sayori. And is this any in the background? You can't really talk about gender roles. Not you guys personally, but people in general can't really address gender roles until they're willing to admit what the roles are everybody likes to like define what the role is but like say where you just said every time you date somebody different you have to relearn that person so how dare you try to use the same tactics from the last person with the new person and then expect success Mm -hmm. like how it's not the same individual it's not the same situation but again gender roles are important but can't be talked about unless like open-minded conversation and emotions are taken out of it I feel you daily walking around the house booty ass naked would be lovely. (laughs) But then we were parents.
0: Yeah, she knows I'm crazy. I think everyone says that though. Yeah. (laughs) No, for real. For real though. It's uh it's like um it's like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm. My wife could kill me putting out, or putting out one in business, but uh, she know, she, she knows she love me. But um, I, I will, I would be, we'll be in the bedroom and i would be whispering to her. She's like, oh, I'm gonna go take a shower. And I'm like, oh, let me get in there with you. She's like, mm, mm, with, <laughs> no, not, kids here. <laughs> yeah, no, not, not with all these kids in the house. So I'm like, ah, damn it. <laughs> I'm like. I, I in my in my head, I'm like, I wish they could be
1: somewhere else right now. There you know, just for a second. Like, look, come back. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, look, take a walk. <laughs> <laughs> don't y'all want to go outside? I got some money. Y'all go to. Yeah. Y'all go to yeah. and take your time. And nobody got a key, so we got to locked the door, so we have to unlock it for you to get back in. <laughs>
0: i'll tell you man. that's 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 exactly what it's like so um but yeah sayuri i mean i've loved this show i've loved i love hosting with you um thank you so much for for being down for this conversation um I i had an interesting conversation and i would love to get a woman's perspective on it so I had, um, a conversation with a guy called man, baby. And we were talking about, um, I love man, baby, man, baby. Cool. And we were talking about the purpose of marriage. Now we did that conversation, but that conversation quickly turned into, a, um, a conversation about his situation. Cause man, baby's got two wives. Yeah. So, okay. So, so, i would like to get a woman's perspective on on a man having two wives whether um because we had women in there that were saying well if a man can have two wives why can't a woman have two husbands and i know i know my viewpoint on that from a obviously from a biblical standpoint from a biological standpoint and so on and whilst it may sound and, and I, I always preface that by saying, look, I'm not saying it from a misogynistic point of view. From anyone that, that, that listens to me or speaks to me should know that um, misogyny does not run in my bones at all. Um, but I always try and look at things from a from one, from a biblical standpoint and two, from a biological standpoint, why I believe that um, it's it wouldn't work. So... I thought, hey, that would be a an, an interesting conversation to dive into um, to get a woman's view on how women feel about these poly, well, you want, if you want to call it, polyamorous relationships.
1: Well, definitely. I mean, is that a next topic or you want my opinion
0: right now? Oh, no, no, no. We're saving that for, for, for a whole nother topic. I'm, I'm going to schedule ahead. that one right now. Oh, okay. Well, so, phew,
1: definitely. I'm perfect because I know man, baby, and I know a situation and we've had conversations and me as a woman, I have a very good understanding
0: and perspective on that. Actually. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Cause I understand his situation. I understand his perspective. Um, I, so spoiler alert, I was, I understood and I couldn't argue with, his position because I understood how it came about Um, but there are you know I would like to really talk through the the nuances of it and the the different because his situation is slightly unique and I think that that changes the way his situation came about changes the I guess the nature of of the relationship and um, I guess the intention but if it were if it were a situation where a man was going out that sort you know, kind of like a sister wife situation. You where don't
1: want to um, allude to too much of it because this is the next topic. So I
3: know, I know, I know.
0: I'm getting away. Like I'm kind of carried away. I'm just dive right on in, but I'm like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, pull, pull, pull me back, pull me back. So okay, so so that so that's gonna be the next one. We're gonna schedule that one in. Um, let's get this last comment and then we'll we'll wrap up
4: uh yes definitely pull me in on that panel and i will definitely give you the tea on it (laughs) i had so much to say but i was like yes make that a whole topic oh yeah
1: definitely definitely. but as far as gender roles and relationships i just feel as though there are It's understanding between two individuals. I do not believe is what it was back in the day. One person cooks, the other person does this, does that. I mean, even if it's the work ethic, like if one person is working and they're okay with working and they're able to provide for the whole family, then, you know, don't give them extra work, help do other things. And as two adults, we should not have to be told, but if you, kind of say things in a gentle way hopefully that they will respond positively like okay is dinner going to be ready when i get home you know or you know is everything going to be cleaned up is the children going to be nice and clean or played with if you have children the dog going to be walked and groomed and stuff like that if a room needs to be painted are you going to paint it but as far as specific gender roles i do not believe there are to me, I love a man that can cook. But will I get out and cut the yard? I love cutting the yard. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. and I didn't say plant a garden. I like cutting the yard and going up and down and making the lines and raking the leaves. It's good exercise. You know, I don't really like going to the gym and everybody looking at me. So different ways. To me, I think of it as exercise. I'm pulling the lawnmower, I'm pushing the lawnmower, I'm raking the leaves, I'm sweating. I love to do it. I I don't feel like somebody has to say, oh, you're not a man. You can't cut the yard. You're crazy. I can cut the freaking yard. I can take out the trash if it's too heavy because women's bodies are made a little differently and men's structure are made. a little, If the trash is too heavy and it's not a will type thing, I may ask someone that's a little stronger, you know. And if you happen to be a man, then, hey, take out the trash for me. But other than that, I can lift it. It's okay, you know, but just make sure, man, if you're going to take out the trash and it's something leaked, you're washing out the trash can. You're making sure it's, you know, nice and smelling fresh on the inside as you bring it back in the house. You know, just certain things and just know your household. My function way is I like aromas. When I walk in the house, I like to have the, you know, the air purifier going. I like to smell different lavenders, different scents. That's how I like to walk in the house. The air outside should smell different than the air inside. Take me into a different place. That's just me personally. Mm.
0: Mm. You wrapped it up good. <laughs> so, okay, cool. We got one more, one more.
3: Hi, everyone. Um, I just want to say um, thanks for sharing your kind of thoughts around this topic. Um, really, really mature Conversation, really insightful um, And yeah I I, I enjoyed listening to, to both of you, so Thank you Well
1: thank, oh, thank you, you so much And I mean if you had yeah. any Type of insight yourself Is how you feel Perspective wise, you're definitely Able to chime in, it's not more so Just a listen panel It's a, you know it's a mingle pattern. Yeah. You have something yeah, that definitely. you feel as though because your life has lived a certain way that, you know, maybe we didn't say. Like, he's a certain age and he has a couple of children. I'm a certain age. I have a number of children. You may not have any children. It may be a different age. So your perspective on life as you see it right now as far as gender roles may be a little different. It's up for debate, discussion, but nothing ever aggressive or angry. It's all in love.
0: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself, and uh, we appreciate we appreciate you chiming in and you know showing some love. So um, definitely, definitely, if you're not following me, please follow me. If you're not following Sayuri Queen, please follow Sayuri Queen. We will be scheduling um, an, another show together. Um, we're going to keep bringing you these conversations because like I said, I love talking to Sayuri Queen. We have so many good conversations. And um, I think there are so many different areas in relationships that we can, we can start to bring a male and female perspective to Um, what we both, what we both want to do is really just help people level up in their relationships um, that's not to say that we consider ourselves experts, but we are Definitely. people that are, people that are willing to share transparently and to facilitate conversation about certain topics and um, difficult subjects. So if you enjoy this sort of conversation, please follow us, please subscribe and and come and check us out every time we we've got a show. All right. And with that said, I am going to uh, love and leave you guys. It's about quarter past nine here. I'm going to go get ready, to spend some time with my wife. As we said, we're going to spend some quality time, maybe watch a movie or something. Um, uh-huh. And so- yeah, you know, you know. Uh, so, what are you going to get up to now, sir, Yuri?
1: I am not going to do anything. Today is actually a day off. I'm trying my hardest not to pick up a shift i just saw them release like five other shifts but i never really just have a day to my children so i'm just trying to you know listen to stereo see who's out there and i'm just i'm here with my babies the babies that are here other ones are working but they'll be home so i'm just i'm actually having a relaxed day which i can't say i've done in the last couple years so um I'm just relaxing.
0: Cool. Here my babies. Well, Here. enjoy it. You deserve it. Enjoy your day of relaxation. And I will catch you again soon. Yeah,
1: my way. Cool. Is that? Absolutely. If you send me the topic, how you want it worded, because I might want to throw a couple cute little emojis or fun, beautiful things like that in there. I um, definitely dress it up and we will get that. And let me know what day, you know, what days work best for me. Yeah, uh, yeah So just let me know what time worked best for you And it will, we'll get it done Cool Hello beautiful, how are y'all doing? Have a great um, one Yes sir, you too, bye everyone Have a great afternoon, evening, good night
0: So there you have it That was the conversation with Sayuri the Queen And like I said man That was a dope conversation Um I have really, really, really enjoyed that conversation. We um, we always have a, a good talk when we chop these things up, and she's really honest. She is really honest. She says how she feels. Um, she doesn't shy away from um, really getting into the getting into the meat of it, and she asks some really challenging questions. And I'm I'm here for that. Um i've always tried to be an open book i've always tried to be transparent i've always tried to share my heart in these things because I believe the reason that we go through certain things in life is to help other people um survive their experiences so i'm happy to share what i've been through i'm happy to talk about what i've experienced. I'm happy to let you in on the life of Mr. Daly. That's why, you know, I've got my crazy hashtags, um, you know, hanging with Mr. Daly, the life and times of Mr. Daly, the chronicles of Mr. Daly. I like to share what I'm experiencing with my audience so that my audience can really, really feel like they are part of my experience. They... Understand my experience Um So what are we doing Next so next week I am going To try and schedule Um the next One in this series Um I can't remember what What exactly the second the next one Was um I know We talked about actually oh my bad My bad so on the show we Talked about doing um Talk. We talked about doing the one about multiple wives, polyamorous, polygamy, whatever you want to call it. So we're gonna we're gonna get into that one first, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna go over some of the the, uh, the follow-ups to the gender roles conversation. But I'm gonna schedule them all. So if you're not following me on Stereo, please do so at Dy Daily. Follow Sayuri, the Queen, on um, Stereo as well. You can find her on my followers list. Um, and you should be able to see the scheduled shows And make sure you, you dive in Make sure you get involved with the shows that, that, that I'm hosting The Daily Perspective has more than one show on the stereo Like I said, we do B- Biblical Bias with Shadow Sun Studios on a Sunday um, I'm going to be hosting the show with Dr. Kendrick Bailey soon And we're going to be talking about... Um, relationships as well bringing a, a more therapeutic angle to it as well with his expertise as a renowned therapist so check out www.iprogress.cc as well and connect with dr kendrick bailey check him out on facebook as well there's the take the journey group in there so you can connect and be part of the, the group loads of things going on i do a lot and I'm trying to keep busy so that I can keep bringing engaging content to you. Um, Imperfectly Human will be coming back to you from next week as well. So that is um, Friday, the fourth of June. We will be back with Imperfectly Human. So I just want to, um, I want to thank you for constantly rocking with me on this show i want to thank you for constantly tuning in if you are not a subscriber please please head over to your favorite stream streaming platform and hit that subscribe button and um jump on to the daily perspective dot do, dot, oh, dot do, dot co. uk and um you know check out the check out what we're doing there Um, We've got some new content coming to you over the next few months. I'm excited. I'm going to be doing a lot more stuff on YouTube. Um, It's going to be busy, but I'm telling you, it's going to be content worth watching, worth listening to. Um, So keep supporting, keep following, get over to Instagram and follow me at DYDaily. Uh, Connect with me, David Daily on Facebook. Facebook, um, follow the Daily Perspective Network on Facebook at Daily Perspective Network. We are everywhere. We're trying to get at you everywhere. We're on Twitter. Do, we, we're doing the most. So come and connect with us. Come and connect with me. Shoot me a message. Drop me an email, whatever you want to do. I'm here for you and I will catch you next week on another episode of the Daily Perspective Podcast. Peace.